Hi, this is David Stearman, and you're listening to my Up Podcast. And today I want to talk about Paul's thorn. Oh yeah, you've heard about this subject, I'm sure. And what you've probably heard is that Paul had some rare oriental eye disease, or club feet, or some other physical ailment that God had given him to keep him humble. In my opinion, all these teachings are the result of self-effacing religious traditions and, to be frank, a pile of junk. Sure, in Galatians 4, Paul said that he'd stayed with the church there for a time because of a physical ailment. And in verse 15, he'd said, I bear you witness that if possible, you would have plucked out your eyes and given them to me. This is where we get the eye disease assumption. But even if this had been the case, this verse in no way indicates that he'd had an ongoing problem with the situation, since if he had, he'd probably stayed with the Galatians pretty much permanently. But he didn't. He moved on to other places after that, and many of them. So yeah, Paul might have had the pink eye for a couple of weeks, but he got over it, as we tend to do. That being said, none of this really has anything to do with 1 Corinthians 12, because verse 7 tells us exactly what Paul's thorn in the flesh was, why he had it, and how he dealt with it in the end. Let's follow. He begins by telling the Corinthians about having had some amazing visions and revelations. He did this in order to help verify his calling as a genuine apostle of Christ, since, as the preceding chapters indicate, he'd been having some issues with them about this at the time. Then in verse 7 he continues, And lest I be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelations, a thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I be exalted above measure. So there it is, the proverbial thorn, which he explains was a messenger of Satan. Now note here that he says of Satan, not of God, once and for all acquitting our Heavenly Father of being the instigator of his torment. The thorn was from Satan. That Paul makes perfectly clear. And he also tells us what the thorn was. It was a messenger. And know what the Greek word translated messenger here is? It's angelos. Yes, an angel, a spiritual being. So Paul is very clear here that Satan had sent a demonic spirit to harass him and keep him from being exalted above measure. And exalted above whose measure was that? Satan's, of course, the one who'd sent the Spirit. Obviously, the devil didn't want Paul's ministry to grow, expand, or become exalted or famous in any way because of how negatively it would affect his own evil kingdom. So how did the Spirit work? Frankly, I have no idea. But I'm certain this messenger or evil angel's mission did ultimately fail since Paul's ministry was indeed greatly exalted. In fact, he wound up writing half of the New Testament, releasing the gospel from the confines of Judaism by taking it to the Gentiles, that's most of us, and totally transforming Christian theology by establishing the doctrine of salvation through faith alone. And as an additional fact, you can ask almost any educated person anywhere in the world who Paul was, and they'll probably know. Amazing, right? Not many people are on a first-name basis with the world. So yeah, he was definitely exalted above measure 
at least in the enemy's estimation. And here's the significance of that. Paul's being exalted above measure was a good thing, not a bad thing. It was only a bad thing for the devil's kingdom, which is why he'd sent that evil spirit to try and stop it in the first place. Now, when Paul first encountered this problem, he went to God and said, Make it go away. God didn't, because that's not how these things work. But that doesn't mean God wanted to leave it there. Jesus never left people under the power of demons. He cast them out. And when he went to heaven, Jesus transferred the authority to do that to us via his name. And yet here was Paul begging for God to remove the offending spirit until he finally understood the message God had been repeating to him. My grace is sufficient for you because my strength is made perfect in weakness. Now for a side note, we assume Paul had always known everything about God, but he hadn't. He learned things just as we do. And here he's sharing about a time in the past where he'd learned a lesson. And what was he learning? How to deal with oppressing spirits. That we deal with them the way Jesus did. The way Jesus authorized us to do it. You command them to go. And they do go. Because God has graced us with the power to cast them out even when we feel like we don't have any power at all. And that's because it's a gift. Doesn't depend on us. It's a gift. That's what grace, or in Greek, the word charis, means. When we rely on God's grace, even when we're weak, God's strong power is released on our behalf, and the demons have to leave. And that's why Paul said, I glory in my weakness, for even when I'm weak, I'm strong. Paul trusted in the power with which God has graced us and through it experienced victory over Satan's demonic attack. And his life is all the proof we need of that. And you're strong too, just like Paul was, even when you feel powerless, because the name and power of Jesus rests upon you the same way it did upon Paul. So if something's been besetting you, a recurring problem, your own personal thorn in the flesh, and you sense it's a spiritual attack. Know for sure God does not want to leave that offending spirit there. God is good. He wants you free from it, and his grace is sufficient to get the job done. But do you feel weak, inadequate for the task? You're in good company because Paul felt that way sometimes too. And that's okay because we can't do these things in our own strength and power. We need help, and we have it in the form of God's grace from above. His strength is made perfect in weakness. So when you're weak, you're still strong in Him because you're relying solely on His power. So be like Paul. Don't take any junk from the devil. Yeah, you may feel weak, but by grace, in the name of Jesus, you are strong. You are powerful. So you tell that devil, get out of my life, and he'll have no choice but to go. Hey friends, as you've heard me say many times, our ministry is a missionary ministry. We teach, train, and evangelize in lots of different countries. But the thing about going to these places is that you don't get paid for doing it. 
That's why we need partners, folks who join hands with us to enable the spread of the gospel. On the donate page of davidschairman.com, there's a link that says donate here. If you tap on that, you'll have a choice to sow one time or monthly. If you feel led, choose monthly to become part of our regular partner family, helping us take God's word to a needy world. Thanks for listening and God bless you.